0: Have you ever wondered why you could not go from being a hearing Christian to a doing Christian? Have you ever noticed that there is a huge divide between what you hear on a Sunday and actually getting the things done that are preached? If you are anything like me, you are tired of hearing great word on a Sunday and not knowing what to do with it come Monday. This podcast will provide you with practical steps that will help you significantly grow your Christian life and put you way ahead of where you used to be and put to sleep those old frustrations of unfulfilled expectations. I am Craig Venn. And this is the Building the Kingdom Q&A Podcast. Good morning, Kingdom Builders. Yes, I am Craig Venner. This is the Building the Kingdom Q&A Podcast. Under the watch live, uh, Senior Pastor and Leader Pastor Vernon Arns, uh, the original X-Man. All right, cool. Uh, hanging out with you one more morning um, with an amazing episode after an amazing weekend. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be great. I've been going through my notes. I've been having a look at what happened on Sunday morning. Um, It was extraordinary. It was exemplary. It was powerful. It was amazing. And I'm super glad to have been in that meeting. If you were not in the meeting, you need to go to facebook.com forward slash KBM international. And you need to definitely, definitely get get a look at what was going on in that first service. Second service was just as powerful. Uh, But for those of you who only speak English, that first service was definitely something that you need to be looking at Um, so we're going to dig into that uh, a little bit right now let's do this oh baby welcome it's awesome to be hanging out with you one more time and i just i absolutely love hanging out with you guys because you are an amazing part of my day, this podcast has been just a, an incredible journey. Um, and episode upon episode upon episode upon episode, we've just been building and and just being a part of something really really great. This vision that is being uh, is being shown to us is an extraordinary vision. Um, it's an it's an amazing thing to have an, a, a, have a visionary as part of your life. If you if you um, attend. KBM or Pastor Vernon Arnser is your pastor, he's your leader, he's your covering. It's an awesome, awesome thing to pursue that anointing um, and to be a part of the vision. Uh, I told you in a previous uh, episode that if you want to walk with a man of God, you don't study him, you study his vision. And you become consumed with that vision because what consumes him must consume you. You're led by the same thing. And so that's how you can stay in harmony in your walk with a man of God. It's very, very important um, that you see what he sees. And if you hang around uh, within uh, the, the confines of this particular part of the vineyard um, and a part of what the Lord is doing in the house, It's just extraordinary because this is the year of vision and the different things that he's showing us is amazing now I want to tell you something. You better get excited about 2021 because it's knocking on the door. I don't know if you've been down to the store lately, if you've been down to Pick and Pay, or you've been down to Checkers, or you've been down to Woolies, or you've been down wherever you're going, um, wherever you are in the world, maybe in the States, and you got like Walmart or one of those places, or you're in England and Tesco's, and uh, you're in wherever you are, um, and you're going down to the shopping, uh, shopping store, the mall, wherever you are. Guess what's going up? The Christmas lights are going up. The Christmas decorations are out, and they're they're sunning Santa Claus again, and it's all happening. So guess what? The end of the year is round the corner. That's super exciting. Um, it's happening. Uh, but I I'm like almost feeling like I'm already in 2021. I'm already in the thing that's coming. I I I've seen the future and I've decided to live there. Uh phew. That's an awesome thing. I've seen the future. I know what the future is. God told me before he does things, he's going to tell me about it. And he did tell me about it through my man of God, through the ministry, through the speaking of the word of God. He said, this thing is coming. Uh, It's going to be great. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be amazing. So get ready because you need to position yourself correctly because when it happens, you need to be ready. And that's what's happening in KBM right now. That's what's happening in my life, and I know that's what's happening in your life. You're getting yourself ready for an awesome move of God. I know coronavirus is here. I know the economy's upside down. I know that there's a second wave, and Pastor's been saying, "Hey, if you thought coronavirus is bad, there's a worse thing coming." And I'm totally ready for it. Um, I'm totally ready to be in the right place at the right time with the right stuff, the right thing happening because Jesus is on the throne. God is leading us. The Spirit of God is leading us. And if you ask Him for a stone, He's or for, for an egg, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask him for, for bread, he's not going to give you a rock. I don't know how all that scripture goes, but you know what I'm talking about. He wants to give you good stuff. Okay, so he's it, it's it's it, the scripture comes to mind that uh, the more they were afflicted, the mightier they grew. The church of God in Christ Jesus, the kingdom people, the, the, the people of the kingdom do not grow weak in trial, we grow strong in trial. We we get better when things get worse. We shine when it gets dark because we serve a mighty God. We serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We serve El Shaddai of heaven. We serve the rose of Sharon, the balm of Gilead, the lily of the valley. We serve the great and mighty creator of heaven and earth. We don't go down when the ship goes down. We go up. We soar on the wings of eagles. The Bible says they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ha! Ah, my gosh, I'm excited. I know you're excited too. I know I just preach you happy because I just preach me happy. Uh, so so uh, get ready for great things. Let me tell you, get ready for great things uh, to be happening um, in your life. You can expect a miracle. You can absolutely 100% expect good things to happen to you because you serve a good God who loves you. And the proof of love is to give. But here's the difference. Uh, the, seed, the, the seed for more is gratefulness. Gratefulness. When you're thankful for what God is doing in your life, that is super attractive. It's super, super attractive to the Lord when He sees you're grateful. Now, saying thank you and being grateful are two different things, people. Get this. This is important. Saying thankful is manners. Gratitude is an attitude. Oh, I hope you get that. I hope that sinks deep into your spirit. I hope that's an engrafted word that is able to save your soul and change your life. Saying thank you and being grateful are two vastly different worlds. They're two different things. Thankfulness, saying thank, saying thank you is manners. Being grateful is an attitude. Okay. Two very, very different things. People who say thank you, just say thank you, because good manners, I've been taught to say thank you. I mean, my mommy taught me to say thank you when, somebody, when auntie so-and-so gave me a sweetie. So now I must be thankful. That's completely different to an attitude of gratitude which says, oh my gosh, I didn't deserve what you gave me. You, you gave me this thing. Lord, you've been good to me. You gave me breath in my lungs. You gave me beating in my heart. You gave me running in my feet and clapping in my hands. Woo! You gave me thinking in my brain and seeing in my eyes and hearing in my ears. You gave me talking in my mouth and smelling in my nose. You gave me touching and feeling in my hands. You gave it all to me. You gave me uh, all this stuff. I'm so grateful because I didn't deserve any of it. The life I lived before was terrible, was horrible. And even while I was a sinner, yet you loved me and poured out your blood for me and and showed me your forgiveness. and, And I'm just so grateful. And that's why I'm changing my life. And that's why I want to do great things for the kingdom. That's an attitude of gratitude. I didn't deserve any of this stuff. I'm supposed to be dead. I'm supposed to be in the grave. I'm supposed to be strung out on drugs. I'm supposed to be depressed. I'm supposed to have killed myself. I'm supposed to have done all these things. That's what should have happened to me. That's what would have happened to me. That's what could have happened to me. But it didn't happen to me because of the goodness of God. Now that's why I live for the kingdom of God. Because this life I'm living right now, I'm not even supposed to have it. You keep on focusing On the trouble and keep on focusing on the negative. What you don't have. And the glass is half empty. No, 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 no. You don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you have in hand. You have forgiven uh, a a, a life of forgiveness. You have Jesus that has forgiven your sins. And you're going to go to heaven one day. What's not to be happy about? What's not to be excited about? You've got beating in your heart. You've got seeing in your eyes. You've got hearing in your ears. You've got words in your mouth. You've got running in your feet, clapping in your hands. You've got thinking in your brain. What, are, like, what is it not to be thankful for? You've got to be grateful for this life that you're giving because gratefulness is a seed for more. More good stuff will happen to you if you stop looking at what you don't have and start looking at the things that you do have. You have what you have. You, you. I don't know what situation you find yourself in, but you got to dig deep and you got to find something to be grateful for. And then you got to jump. And next time you get in church, you got to jump up and down. You got to do somersaults and circles and clap your hands louder, shout a little louder, sing a little harder, because you have a great life. You have nothing, nothing, nothing to complain about. I don't care what's gone wrong. I don't care what's bad and horrible. Stop looking at it. The problem why it's so big in your life is because you keep looking at it. You keep looking at what's terrible. You keep on looking at what's bad. You keep on looking at what you don't have. You keep on looking on at who hurts you. You keep on looking at your sad, horrible, painful story. Everybody's got a painful story. Everybody's got a reason to fail. Everybody's got a reason to be to be uh, d- downtrodden and discouraged, and yet and yet some people rise up. And so what certain people do is they look at the people that are rising up and are becoming having an excellent attitude. They're looking at those people and saying, "Oh my gosh, what happened to me didn't happen to you. I had a terrible upbringing, and my parents were divorced, and I uh, cry, 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 tear, tear, tear. Let's listen to the little violin playing in the background while so and so is is becoming an excellent person, this person is listening, oh my whole world is terrible and that's why I can't be excellent. No, 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 no. Everybody has a sad story. Stop looking at your sad story and looking start looking at Jesus. Start looking at the King of Kings. Start looking at the Lord of Lords. Start looking at the great promises that He's given you. He's given you amazing promises. And start looking at that. Look at these incredible promises that that He's given you. Go outside into the street and go and look at the stars and say, Oh my gosh, look at this amazing creation. Look at the mountains. Look at the ocean. Look at the hills. look Look at the trees. Look at everything. And say, Whoa, our God is big. Our God is awesome. And if He can do big things in creation, He can do big things for me. And that's why I'm looking at those things. I'm not looking at my terrible story. Everybody's got a, a sad story and a reason to fail. Everybody's got an excuse. Everybody, the whole world. And yet certain people make a decision. I'm not looking at that. I'm not going to lie to myself. It's called the life lie of the neurotic. Let me help you with this. It's called the life lie of the neurotic. You're trying to fail with dignity and make an excuse for your failure. There is no excuse for failure. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. You have breath in your lungs. Your brain still functions. That's why you can listen to and you can hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. You can hear this. That means you have a reason and an ability to succeed. You don't have an excuse. Stop trying to excuse your mediocrity and justify your mediocrity. Stop it. It's a bad testimony. Get out there and be incredible. Do something that changes the world. Do something that changes somebody else's life. Stop being normal. Who told you it's okay to be normal? That's not a great testimony. Get out there and be an exemplary. Be excellent. Be powerful. Be amazing. Because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that lives in you. It's the same anointing. It's the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same anointing that hit your life. It's the same glory that touched you. It's the same power that resurrected you. It's the same power that brought you out of sin. It's the same power that keeps your heart beating and your brain thinking and your eyes seeing and your mouth speaking and your ears hearing and your nose smelling. Everything. It's the same glory that's in your life. There's nothing about you that's normal. There's there's 50 billion trillion zillion. I don't know how much the number is. uh, Little cells were swimming towards that egg when, when, you, when your mama and your daddy got together and you were the one that won out of 50 billion trillion. I don't know how many cells it is. You were the one that that got into that egg and made you. It's you. You're the one. You're the winner. You're not a loser. You beat out all them millions of cells and you, you, you're the winner. So why do you stop winning? Get out there and win. Get out there and make something of your life. Be the one that shines. Don't play small. You're not serving anybody by playing small. It's not humility. That's false pride. That's pride. It's a false sense of humility. You're trying to act small and less than the next person. You're not less than the next person. You're a king's kid. You're a king's kid. You belong in the the glory light of the king of kings. You belong in his light. He's the father of lights. You're going to sh- hide in the shadows for what? There's no shadow in him. This, the Bible says there's no shadow of turning in him. Stop trying to hide in the shadows and this false sense of humility. Oh, I'm just a nobody. I'm just a, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Pick one. Are you a sinner or are you saved by grace? Stop trying to be both. You can't be a sinner and saved by grace. Either you're a sinner or you're saved by grace. Pick one. You can't be both, and that's why you can't get out of your frustration. It's because you're trying to be two things at the same time. You're not. You're saved by grace. You're washed in the blood. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're led by the Spirit. You're tongue-talking, devil-chasing, demon-casting. out. You're a miracle going somewhere to happen. And you, I told you this before. You are a walking testimony of the failure of Satan. You are an archive, you're a library. You are, you are, like with all the information that Google has, they got nothing on your life. Because your life is a walking archive system It's a system, a chronological system An ordered system of, of the records Of every time Satan failed It's written down That's why he was trying to kill, you, he to kill you And he tries to kill you And he tries to kill you And he tries to kill you And he can't do it And you are just a walking chronicle An archive A testimony of the failure of Satan And the glory of God My Jesus, that's amazing You are awesome. Stop trying to be mediocre. You're not mediocre. You're an amazing person. And that's why I love hanging out with you uh, in in the mornings during this podcast and our episodes. And we get to sit down and we get to talk. And I get to tell you just how amazing you really are. And because the whole world is trying to tell you you're mediocre and get you to try and fit in with them, Because the world does not like the light. The world hates the light. It loves the darkness. It hides in the shadows. And you cannot. If you hide in the shadows, you hide with the world you're hanging out with them. The Bible says, come out from among them and touch not the unclean thing. Do not be unclear what what companionship does light have with the darkness? Nothing whatsoever. If you walk in there, you chase out the darkness anyway and that's why they hate you because you keep on turning the lights on when they want the lights off. Come on, people. It's time to get excited about the things of God. It's time to walk with God. It's time to go for gold. It's time to make miracles happen. You've got to be the miracle. You've got to be the move of God in your situation. Stop waiting, God, please show up in my situation. No, 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 no. Be the move of God. Be the move of God in that situation, because I can guarantee you one thing, you're waiting on God, but He's already done everything He's going to do about your situation. He's waiting on you to get up, put your feet on the ground, pull your shoulders back, put your chin up, stick your chest out, and say, I'm done with mediocrity. I've had enough. I'm going to get this thing right. I'm going to fix the situation that's around me. I am not want to wait for God to fix the situation. God fixed me so that I could fix it. God fixed me so that I could fix it. He's not going to, if he has to fix every situation that's going on around you, he's going to make you lazy. He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Occupy until I come. Get into the situation and take control of that situation and fix it. Bring glory. Bring the presence of God. Bring the love of God. Bring the word of God. Bring the grace of God. Bring the mercy of God. Bring the power of God. Bring the image of God into that situation and stop being so namby-pamby and so weak, limp-wristed situation uh, right here. Get in there and take control. Stop, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. Just get in there and fix it. Fix it because you are representing the kingdom of God. You're an ambassador of heaven. You're an ambassador of Christ. You represent the governance of heaven. You cannot allow chaos in your environment. For you to allow chaos in your environment is to say that you're representing a chaotic God and He's not a chaotic God. He is a God of order. Bring the corrections that you need to bring. Get in there and do something great for the kingdom of God. If it makes you stand out, good. If it puts a target on your back, good. Because it means... That God is going to show up and defend you. That's what's going to happen. He's going to, he's going to vindicate you. He's already justified you. He's leading you through the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, because he wants to bring glory out of your life. He absolutely wants to bring glory out of your life. But if you're not willing to put yourself out there. If you're always going to play safe. If you're going to be like the eleven. Who stayed in the boat. And you're not going to be like the Peter who stands up and says. Jesus if it's you. Call me out onto these waters. Call me out onto these waters. And I understand. There's so many of you that are listening to this. That are suffocating in mediocrity. You're like you're, like you're dying within. You, 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 you're not operating in your gifts. You're not. You're not doing what you were born to do. You were born to shine. You're a shining light. Jesus called you the light of the world. The salt of the earth. you got to get out there and do something great. There's souls that are going to be one to Christ. But if you're going to hide your light under a basket and stick it under the bed, they're never going to see. There's people that are only going to listen to you. They're not going to listen to anybody else. They need you to shine. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. And He's saying, I need you to shine because there's certain people who are only going to see your light. They're only going to see you successful. They're not going to see pastor. They're not going to see Craig. They're not going to see evangelist, so-and-so. They're going to see you. And it's your light shining that's going to draw them into the kingdom of God. It's going to break the power of Satan over their lives. It's going to bring them into courage. It's going to bring them into glory. They're going to walk into their destiny in God, in Christ Jesus. They're going to they're gonna receive from heaven. But it's going to be up to you to shine your light. You've got to take a chance. You've got to put yourself out there. Because let me tell you something. If you put yourself out there, good things will happen to you. There's nothing better than putting yourself out there, being a shining example of the glory of God and seeing somebody's life change and seeing somebody come to Jesus and the glory and the power of God manifest on them and old sins begin to break off and old discouragements begin to leave their lives. Why? Because they followed the light that you shone. You've, they followed the light that you shone on them. They said, oh, this light of Jesus. I need this light of Jesus. Be that person. Be that shining light. Be that shining example. Go through what you got to go through, man. Gosh, life is an adventure. Stop taking yourself so seriously. Get out there and have some fun with this thing. Come on. It's an amazing life. This is an amazing life. What's the worst thing that could happen to you for standing up? For Jesus Christ, opening up your mouth. There's something that you know you're supposed to be doing right now that you're just kind of putting off. Go get it done. Go absolutely get it done. Because I'm telling you, it's the most exhilarating, most exciting thing uh, in the world is to just enjoy this life and be amazing. Do stuff that makes you amazing. There's nothing more exciting, nothing more amazing than that. It's just, oh, it's glorious. It's wonderful. It's powerful. It's powerful. And you see people come to Jesus. You see souls getting getting brought into the kingdom of God. And you don't have much time. Jesus is coming back. Let me tell you something. Everything is prophesying the return of Jesus. He said, I'm going to do something new. In other words, I'm going to do something that's never been done before. Ha. He said the season is coming that I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a new thing. And before I do it, I'm going to tell you about it. Guess what? That new thing is the return of Jesus. I'm telling you, you better get ready. It's not as far away as you think it is. The return of Jesus is imminent. It's imminent. The day or the hour, we don't know. But I'm telling you, the season is changing. There is a bristling change, a moving in the atmosphere. There is an expectation. The king is coming back. He's coming back for a spotless bride. He's coming back for a powerful bride. And we might look worldwide and say the church is not what it needs to be, but the remnant is. Let me tell you something. That remnant is gearing up for the greatest, most powerful move of God. The most powerful harvest of souls. The most powerful move through the earth, is happening right now. It's happening right now in our midst. You just have to open your eyes and your ears and hear God and be ready and be in the right place. He's coming back for a spotless, pure, beautiful bride. I hope you're a part of it. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. There is nothing to be discouraged about. There is nothing for you to complain about. Whatever's going on, if it's worth you complaining about, then it's worth you fixing. Put your shoulders back, put your hand to the plow, and fix the problem. Stop complaining about it. Stop talking to your friends about it. Stop talking about the mountain and talk to the mountain. Okay? Look at that mountain and say, hey, mountain, you're getting out of my way today. I'm not having you stand between my soul and my Savior. You're getting out of my way. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what the issue is, but change it. If there's a problem, change it. If there's something you don't like, change it. If it's something you just change it, get in there and do the work. Stop being lazy. Stop being namby-pamby and limp-wristed. Get yourself together. Like Pastor was preaching on Sunday, the prodigal son. Uh, the prodigal son came to himself. <laughs> he came to himself. And he had a conversation with himself. and said, in my father's house, there's all this great stuff happening. And I'm out here, and I'm eating, I'm eating swine food. I'm eating pig junk. And in my father's house, there's all this other stuff going on that I could be having. He came to himself. And the more I'm looking at Sunday's Word, the more I'm getting excited and excited and excited and excited because I'm seeing so much stuff happen in the Word of God. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about what's going to happen and come out in these podcast episodes, what's going to come out in the next few days. Um, of from the altar of of KBM and I'm i every time Pastor opens up his mouth I'm listening I'm going what what is going on this man of God is preaching the richest most powerful revelations I've ever heard in my whole twenty some odd years of walking with him the stuff that he's preaching today is just. I mean, you can just live off just one line that comes out of his mouth for weeks. You could just have to go, oh my gosh, that is so good. And just assimilate and just, oh, that's the word of God. My spirit connects with it because I know that's the word of God. I know he's speaking the word of God. I'm so, so I'm just addicted to the word and to fellowship at the moment. It's my addiction. It's, it's my, um, it's my vice, I guess you could say, is, is, the presence of God is the, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's sitting around talking about the Word of God. It's seeing somebody's, somebody's life change and somebody come to Jesus um, because of the things that are happening from the altar at KBM and, and what God is doing through this ministry. Remember, the Bible says this. It says, write the vision that he that runs may read it. Guess what? If you're seeing a vision in 2020, the next season is going to be for those who will run. Not for those who will sit around and cry about what they don't have. It'll be for those who are ready and empowered and strong and have courage to run. I hope you're ready. Go get it.